In the beginning, there was darkness. A void waiting to be filled with the echoes of destiny. From the depths of time, legends emerged. Heroes forged in the fires of adversity, their stories etched in the fabric of eternity. Through the sands of ancient deserts, across the vast expanse of galaxies, and amidst the tumultuous waves of the ocean, their journeys began. But amidst the chaos, there arose a whisper, a call to action, a beacon of hope. Now, as the world holds its breath, a new tale unfolds, a story of courage, of triumph against all odds. Join us as we delve into the depths of imagination, as we embark on a journey beyond the realms of possibility. For in every tale lies a lesson, in every legend a truth waiting to be discovered. This is not just a podcast. This is an odyssey, a quest for knowledge, a quest for inspiration, a quest for the very essence of what it means to be human. Welcome, dear listeners, to a world of infinite possibilities. Welcome, dear listeners, to the True Life Podcast. got a joke for you guys and ladies you ladies and gentlemen and everybody taking the time to spend a few minutes with me I'm gonna make you laugh right off the bat are you ready why are good-looking people always busy why are good-looking people always busy well I can tell you but I'm busy <laughs> Woo! you know I love you right I hope every one of you listening to this right now is about to embark on a beautiful day, on a beautiful journey with some beautiful people that love you and that you want to be with. I'm so excited for today. You ever wake up and just feel phenomenal? If you don't, then do it tomorrow. Just do it. Wake up. You know, you know what the trick is? When you go to bed, tell yourself, when I wake up in the morning, I'm going to feel amazing. When I wake up in the morning, I'm going to feel amazing. Say that to yourself 10 times every night, and I bet you start waking up feeling amazing. Try it. Those guys, George is crazy. You can't just say it and do it. Why not? Just try it. What do you got to lose? What do you got to lose? It's kind of like that same thing. You know, I've always been able to and some of you could probably do this too or you probably know people that can and if you know people that can and I can do it that means you can do it you know what it is if you just tell yourself like you ever have to like wake up for an event and you're afraid like oh no I better set my alarm I better set two alarms so I wake up on time instead of doing all that just tell yourself I gotta wake up at six I gotta wake up at 4 30 I gotta wake up at 4 30 Tell that to yourself a hundred times before you go to bed, and I guarantee you, you'll wake up at 4.30. You 
you should try to mix and match it with, I'm gonna wake up early and feel amazing. See what happens. Test it out, why not? Give it a try. It works for me. I wanna talk today about this ongoing idea I have about the next dimension of language. I got some really deep insights with some spiritual teachers a while back, like two weeks ago. I just had this long session of deep thinking and I want to share with you what I came up with. The first thing I came up with is, I'm sure all of you have heard or read or thought about living your life as a novel. You're the main character in your novel. Or, if you're not the main character, maybe you're a supporting character. But if that's the case, I hope that you work towards becoming the protagonist. And it's easy to... It's, I have found that it's easier to make changes in your life if sometimes you can zoom out and look at it from a, th- a third-person perspective. And the idea of living in a novel is the idea that has helped me do that. So think of yourself as a character in a novel and you're trying to get the attention of the author. You want a bigger part. So you start doing things in the novel to get their attention. Maybe you start doing some heroic deeds. Maybe you were a supporting character. However, all of a sudden, all these heroic deeds cannot be ignored and now the author must give you a bigger role. What's that old Pink Floyd saying that says, don't trade a walk-on part in the war for a lead role in a cage? If, you're, if you feel you've been sequestered to the realm of supporting actor or supporting antagonist or protagonist or a minor character, then start doing some things that the author cannot avoid seeing you. Start doing some things that are going to force you to get the lead role. Now the insight I had, I had to set it up with that. The insight I had is try to live every day as if it is the last page of the greatest novel you've ever written or you've ever read. You know how at the end of a novel sometimes you'll be like, oh, I never saw that coming. Or, oh my gosh, this this had everything. I can't wait. I can't wait to get to the last page and see what happens. Begin looking at your life not only as that novel, but every day as the last page of a great novel. And then you can start thinking about, wow, I bet you right around the corner something amazing is about to happen. I bet you right around sometime today on this last page, something amazing is going to happen. It's going to tie everything together. I'm going to get this amazing insight. Oh, you know what? The guy's going to get the girl at the end of this. The girl's going to fall in love. He finally becomes a dad and, and, and he enlightens his children. He finally builds that bridge back to the relationship. They finally make it. They overcome adversity. They get over the wall. They overcome the obstacle. They did love each other. I knew she loved him. I love the world. This is magic. I love it when it happens like this. You see where I'm going? If you look at every single day as the last page of a phenomenal novel, 
and your life will be better. That was the first insight I had. And I've been applying it, and I gotta tell you, I think it works. It really does. That was the minor insight I had. Moving on towards my dimensionality of language and the evolution of language. Are you ready for this? It took me a while to process because I, like any great idea, it took a, it, it took some stretching of the mind to create a new linguistic pathway to get this out. So bear with me as I present this to you. You may want to go back and listen to my previous ideas about a new dimension of language. Let me just sum up for those people who are not up to speed about some of the prior work I've done on it. Prior to giving you the idea I'm about to, my ideas were that in order for us to move forward as a culture and a society and to solve the problems, we have to have new linguistic pathways. We need a new dimension of language. And my idea for a new dimension of language was to have a new prefix and suffix. That was my beginning insight that I had a few months ago about the dimensionality of language. Because it needs to be orthogonal. You know what I mean by that? It needs to have two points coming together. So that would mean that it would be another dimension on top of the language we already have. So we already we already have past and present kind of. We already have feeling kind of. So what this suffix and prefix would do is it would denote intention. And the object is to get away from the ambiguity of language. We already have so many words. We already have so many concepts that our language, the reach of our language has exceeded its grasp. We have this really long arm of language but no opposable thumb to grasp the concept. We can use all these words to speak to another person. However, we are unsure if they are truly seeing the same thing that we are talking about. I also argued that when you truly communicate with people, you will see their body react. Their face will get flush. They may get goosebumps. They may cry. They may laugh. That is when you're truly communicating with people, when you're actively listening and you're seeing those kind of reactions. However, the majority of my last few insights were on this new prefix and suffix that denote intent, a positive intent and a negative intent. And if something is spoken in a positive intent, that takes away the ambiguity from maritime law and contract law and user agreements, right? Just to, just to follow up, intent is the difference between manslaughter and murder one. The ambiguity of language is something that's yielded by large corporations and governments to weasel their way out of doing what's right. However, it's most commonly used by insurance companies and they just love, love, love it. They love it. 
whatever they can do to fuck you out of the money they owe you. That should be the insurance company model. We're here to fuck you out of what you deserve. Thanks for paying us. We're going to try to find a way to never pay you back. Okay, so please go back and check those out because there's a lot of good information in there. Now that I've built this up and gave you all this suspense, are you ready to hear what the next level is? The next level, the next dimension of language is being able to talk to yourself in the past. Yeah, you heard me right. You heard me right. It's, it's, just think about it. I'll give you another, another few seconds. Don't say that's stupid and impossible. Okay, by saying don't do that, you're probably doing that right now. Try and clear your mind and just think about this objectively. What would the world look like if you, today, could talk to yourself in the past? What would the world look like today if you, from the future, could talk to your present self? It seems impossible, right? Wrong. It's happening. You're just not aware of it. It's already happening, but you are not aware of it. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. Every time you remember something, you reconstruct that event. You don't remember it as it was. You're reconstructing it. If you look at John, if you look at the neurological research being done on memories, you can see the photographic evidence via fMRIs and other types of brain research being done. The magnetic resonance, all those things. Like, just just look it up. Go on Google Scholar and look up creation of memories and you can look it up you can read the controlled double blind placebo studies it's all there every time you think of something that happened in the past you're recreating it it's a memory you're remembering it see that you see what's happening here we're tying speech to actual events in the past, you are remembering it. You're recreating it. So, if you change the meaning of that event in the past, you have changed the event in the past. And once you see the mistake you made in the past and you change your point of view, That process of learning, not always, but most likely, allows you from repeating that same mistake. If you keep making the same mistake in the future that you made in the past, you did not learn. You did not remember. You need to recreate that memory. All right, my friends, here we go. Here it is in a nutshell, not even in a nutshell. Here is the idea. Are you ready for this? I'm excited. Here we go, try to stay with me. I would argue that taking the time to think critically about a previous event, 
a time when you fucked up royally, a time when you really screwed the pooch. You know what I'm talking about? Think about one of those times that you have regret about. A time where you did something that you knew was wrong. Are you with me? Okay, then taking the time to think critically about it. Taking the time to be honest with yourself and really understand why you did what you did. What was the purpose? Was it a defense mechanism? Was it your ego? Was it jealousy? Was it anger? Whatever it was, if you take the time, the serious time to think long and hard about it, you will discover what it was. You will discover the why of why you did it. And once you have accomplished that, then you can recreate, you can remember the event without the attachment of emotion. You can recreate, you can remember that event without the guilt or the negative aspects of it. This recreation, this remembered event, reconstructed without emotion, without guilt, can and will literally change the meaning of that event. Are you with me? It will change the past. It will change your personal history. You will you will have traveled back. You're, you're talking to yourself in the past. You're recreating that event. I know what you're thinking. Oh uh, yeah, George, that's not really talking to yourself in the past. That's just changing the meaning of, of your previous experience. To you, I say no, that's wrong. Because when you have done this, and I mean really put in the work to change how you think about a previous event, and you've ascribed a new meaning, a new purpose to it, you will have literally created a new neural pathway, a new linguistic pathway that I am willing to bet could be researched, observed, documented, and verified via fMRI and be proven. But that's not even, it's not even the magical, it's not even the beautiful, and it's not even the amazing part. The magical, beautiful, amazing part is in your life today or tomorrow, when you encounter a similar event, like the one you went back and recreated, the one you went back and created a new neural pathway for, you will react differently. You will not make that same mistake. That event that you knew was wrong, where you fucked up, you will not be able to fuck up again because you won't, because you went back in time and you changed your history. You've changed the experience in the past. You time traveled back in time and changed the event. You communicated with a previous version of you in a, you know, you, it's, it's, you've went into a different dimension. You have literally talked to yourself in the past. You've used your language to talk to a previous version of yourself. And when you encounter that event in the future, it will be as clear as a whistle. That, that my friends, that's what that feeling of luck is. That's what that feeling of deja vu is. Have you been out in your day and you're like, oh my God, I can't believe how lucky I am. You know what that is? That's because you've literally changed it from the future. That's what that deja vu feeling is. Like, I feel like I've done this before. 
It's because you have done this before and you're now recognizing the fact that you have done it before and it's an unfamiliar feeling. That's what deja vu is. It's the experience of experiencing something that's already happened. It's, it's something that we, we didn't understand. But that feeling of deja vu is because you have communicated with yourself in the future. And we don't know how to recognize that yet, but you do now. Thanks, George. Think about it. The word luck, the word deja vu are like these undefinable concepts that are really vague and ambiguous. And remember, part of the next dimension is to take away the ambiguity. But what luck and what deja vu really is, is the recognition of you communicating with yourself in another dimension. A, a, a recognition of you communicating with yourself, a way of going back and, and understanding what you were trying to teach yourself. It's a recognition of communication with a version of yourself that has already been through this experience. And that feeling of lucky is this, hey, I'm talking to myself, this feeling of deja vu, this odd connection, this certain je ne sais quoi. Is, it's the recognition of you understanding that you changed the event, you got the lesson, and now you can move forward. That is what luck is. That is what the deja vu is. It's you. Communicating with yourself from the future. Like, just think, like, have you ever thought to yourself, like, oh, I sure am lucky this is happening. Have you ever heard the phrase, the harder I work, the luckier I get? How about karma? How about you get what you deserve? How about you get out of it what you put into it? You see, these are all these verbal pathways. These are old linguistic constructs that are saying to you what I am saying to you now, only I'm saying it in a way that has not been said before. This is a new linguistic pathway. This is the next dimension of language. This is you talking to yourself in the past. And then once you can recognize that, if you just take a few seconds to, to digest this and understand that this fundamentally changes everything we know about language. You, me, everyone. You're constantly changing your past. You're constantly talking to yourself in the past. It's just that you're not conscious of it. You can recreate your history, your past. You must. It is the only way to move forward. This particular idea, this idea of talking to yourself, this idea, this next dimension of language, and that's exactly what it is. This is the new dimension of language that we've been looking for. This particular idea fits into every religion, be it Buddhism, Christianity, Judaism, right? Think about the, the concept of resurrection. That's you talking to yourself in the past. The wheel of samsara. If you don't understand how to time travel, if you don't understand how to go back and talk to yourself in the past, you're gonna be stuck on the wheel of samsara. God is within you. You have the ability to go back in time and change. You can use your language to talk to a previous version of yourself and change your future. The, the Holy Spirit, the divine nature, fractal patterns, this is the next dimension of language. The next dimension of language is understanding that you can use language to communicate to yourself in the past. 
And when you do that, when you communicate with yourself in the past, you're allowing yourself to change the future. You're allowing yourself to have a better future. You're setting yourself up to not make the same mistakes. You're not only reconstructing memories, you're reconstructing who you are as a person. You're changing the future by talking to yourself in the past. Does that blow your mind or what? We can time travel. You can go back and talk to yourself in the past. And when you do it, start experimenting with it. Start experimenting with it now. And it fundamentally changes your future. Today, you can time travel and talk to a previous version of yourself by reconstructing the memories of the events that happened. And what you feel today, if you feel the feeling of deja vu, if you feel like you're lucky today, that's the self recognizing the lesson that you went back and taught yourself. And it fundamentally changes your future. From a, it, it, it lends credence to the divine nature inside all of us. Do you get it? We are divine beings. You can go back and change your history. And when you do that, you fundamentally change the future. It is the process of being reborn. It is the second coming of Jesus. It's the second coming of yourself as a God. The ignition of the divine spark in your own soul. You're capable of talking to yourself in the past. And it changes your brain chemistry. It changes your future. I love you guys. I have, you have no idea how excited I am right now to be talking about this. I've really been working hard on trying to figure out this, this idea that was given to me. And, and I want to share it with you. I want to flesh it out. So I got to, if you go back and listen to my previous lecture on the next dimension of language and, and the different ways we could take out ambiguity, that's a part of it. But talking to yourself in the past, just understanding that you can go back in time and change it. Going back and breaking, there was this idea forever that's like, you can't change the past. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. I love you guys. You know that? Am I blowing your mind right now? Because I'm blowing my mind. Love you. So as a social experiment, just try it. The next time something fortuitous, the next time something lucky, the next time you have that feeling of like, wow, I can't believe this happened. This is so amazing. The next time you have the feeling of deja vu, the feeling of communicating with yourself from the future. Understand how important that moment is and what you are trying to teach yourself. If you think about this as a concept right now, it's a little tricky at first, but once you begin to really chew on it, once you really begin to think about it, I think you'll agree with me. Deja vu. Didn't you just say that? Maybe in the future I did. All right, guys, a little short one today, but I love you. Thank you for taking time. We're going to keep working on the different dimensions of language. 
And if you get a chance, go back and check out the last one because it dovetails nicely with this one. Aloha. Aloha, everyone. Thanks for taking a moment to hang out with me in the True Life Podcast. I truly appreciate it. If you're taking some time to listen to this, whether it's your first podcast with me or you've been with me the whole way, I truly want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Additionally, I would like to try to inspire everyone. The world is a crazy place. And if you listen to your heart and you take some chances, I really think the world will unfold in front of you in ways you can't imagine. I've been doing the podcast for about five years. Last year, I decided to take the plunge. Well, circumstances dictated that I took the plunge, and I did. I've begun working on the podcast full-time for almost a year now, and it's been so rewarding to me that I just want to try and inspire other people. If you have a dream, if you have a vision, follow the voice in your heart. Listen to the song on the wind and embrace the challenge. Think you're strong enough, you're smart enough, and you're good enough to make your dreams come true. But you have to believe in them. And I truly believe wholeheartedly that if you take a chance, a real chance on what is possible, then your dreams will unfold in front of you. Uncertainty can be a monster. It can be something that we run away from. But much like fear, if you stand in front of it, it's not that big of a problem. I know everyone listening to this has a dream and a vision, and I hope you all conquer it. And I want you to know it's possible. Take baby steps and move towards it, and you will get closer to it. Your relationships will be better. Your life will be better. And you know what? You deserve it. You're an amazing person. If you get a moment, go down to the show notes. If you can, support the show. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's get to it.